news is unpredictable and because markets react to news markets are going to be unpredictable so yeah if there's somebody out there saying that they've called the last 10 bull markets or bear markets take that information with a grain of salt because that is most likely not true it's time for the making money podcast with financial advisor lee perkins Welcome in to the Making Money Podcast. I am Ben George alongside Lee Perkins at JL Perkins Wealth Management. We've got another fun show today. We've got a little headline we're going to dive into, uh, some recent news that we want to discuss. And then we're going to move into our main topic today on lies, the lies that people learn in broker school. We're not talking about you here, Lowly. No, yeah, yeah. This is going to be a fun show because as most people know, way back in the day, I was a broker for a, a large national wirehouse firm. So I got a little bit of inside intel. Into yeah, how that, that game works. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna. That's why we want to talk about this because you you know firsthand uh, some of these talking points and what these brokers might throw towards people and some of the things they might say to uh, convince you or uh, whatever it is. And, and we're gonna have you kind of explain that to us and, and tell us some things to kind of look out for. So I'm looking forward to that. But how's everything going around the office and uh, around making? Very good. I've had a couple of. Uh, tax workshops, uh, taxes in retirement. We call it the the ticking tax time bomb uh, workshops that we've been doing. And they have been full and people are really engaged in it because they know that that is a, a huge uh, obstacle they're going to have to overcome as some of these new tax changes have taken place. And then some of the Trump tax cuts that went into effect as some of those sunset in you know a few years. So taxes are on people's mind. Yeah, this seems to be a pretty busy year, uh, even maybe more so than normal. You got the election coming up, the Secure Act, a lot of things happening in the news. So uh, this should be a busy year for you and I think for uh, anybody listening. So a good time to be working with an advisor. And Lee Perkins is there uh, for you as well at JL Perkins Wealth Management. Their office is right there in Northside Crossing, but they serve all of Macon. So reach out to them uh, online at jlperkinswealth.com over the phone, 478-254-3550. Set up an appointment or find out more about those seminars. Uh, Lee will have them going on throughout the year. So you can actually find information online and you can actually register for a seminar online at jlperkinswealth.com. So check that out uh, when you get done listening to this episode. Let's begin with a headline what's uh, what's been in the news and uh, this one's kind of interesting you know usually we're have some pretty serious conversations about what's happening in the financial world but i don't know if you saw this at an art show in miami beach recently and this really was kind of all the rage on social media over the last couple of months there was a banana duct tape to a wall okay that's it that's simple nothing more than that it was sold to an art collector for a hundred and twenty thousand Dollars? Can you justify this purchase at all for me? I cannot. Now, I, I saw <laughs> this and and actually was just kind of halfway paying attention to it and then had to back it up and start over and look at it. I was like, this is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. And we've all seen crazy art pieces before. But for somebody to pay $120,000 for this, it's crazy. And, I, and it seems like I saw a video of the guy he did another one and maybe ate the banana, but he said he was going to do another one. So, you know, <laughs> this is clearly somebody who's got way more money than 
sense in my mind. But anyway, uh, some people, you know, you just, well, what's the saying? Uh, some people's trash is other people's treasure. Hey, yeah. if, you know, if I came home and my kid duct taped a banana to the wall and I felt like I could get 120 grand for it, <laughs> hey, we'd have bananas all over the walls in our house. <laughs> all over the place. What would yeah. you say to a client if they're like, hey, Lee, I'm, uh, I got an extra $150,000. I'm thinking about spending most of it on a banana. Oh, gosh. I, I would <laughs> I would definitely make sure I have a, a conversation with that client's spouse and say, hey, do you, know what do you know what your husband is thinking about doing? We need to pull him off the ledge. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. That's funny. Yeah. So, yeah, that's actual, an actual story uh, out there. I'm sure you probably have seen it because it made a lot, a lot of headlines all over the place because of how outrageous that purchase was. So, well, we'll try to keep you up to date on the news as we move forward. Every episode, we like to try to find something that's pertinent and relevant and uh, have comment on it for us now let's get into the main topic and remember we'll have a, a mailbag question coming up after our main topic discussion so stick around for that i think you'll enjoy that uh, mailbag question but our main topic is lies you learn in broker school you know a lot of financial professionals say things that just aren't true believe it or not and it's not that they're intentionally trying to mislead it's just that they've been trained to use certain talking points which they may, might even believe to be true themselves. So we're going to talk about some of the statements you should be cautious of if you hear them from a financial advisor. And Lee, as he mentioned to start the show, used to be part of this broker world, so he knows these things firsthand. So the first quote, first comment, or first statement you might hear is, we have experts who can accurately predict market movement. Yeah, that that's silly. Of course, er, every firm, every brokerage or wirehouse firm has market experts, economists, whatever whatever you call them. They're very smart people, and they you know maybe they do a lot of research and all this. But it, it doesn't matter how much research you do. Doesn't matter how much analytics you look at. You cannot predict the market. You might every once in a while, but nobody can do it consistently, just like I said in our previous podcast. The only people that can predict the market every single time are called liars. So that being said, people will make market forecasts, and, and you can kind of go on this, but don't put all your eggs in the basket of somebody who says, yep, the market is going to be up this amount this year. It, it can't happen. And, and the reason for it is because markets react to news okay that i mean you can right. see that you know anytime you know the president well now our president whether he tweets or is on tv but even before trump was in office any president gets on tv and does some type of address if it's during the day you can see the markets will go up or down based on what he's saying um same thing with current events something happens you know a few weeks ago you know iran launched a missile and, and markets kind of reacted a little bit. News is unpredictable. And because markets react to news, markets are going to be unpredictable. So, yeah, if there's somebody out there saying that they've called the last 10 bull markets or bear markets, take that information with a grain of salt because that is most likely not true. Well, hopefully our listeners are smart enough to see through that comment if they heard it. But Man, I, I sure hope so. I, I yeah. like to think so. we got a smart group of folks listening to this podcast. Yeah, I would agree. And, and you talk about that uh, that specific topic uh, quite a bit. So hopefully they've, they've learned that that is not the hey, truth. And I, I'll tell you this. I did have a, uh, somebody come in and ask me what I thought the market was going to do over the next two years because that's when he was going to retire. 
And uh-huh. I said, you know, I, I don't know. I just kind of gave him my, my speech on that. And he said, well, I know you don't know exactly. But he was dumbfounded that I didn't know. So he <laughs> left my office. After he left the office, I went on Amazon, ordered a crystal ball, and I now have a very nice crystal ball sitting in my conference room as a talking point for That's when people funny. come in and want me to ask that. I mean, it is true. It is on, on my office. So about $39, you can have a crystal ball, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all it takes. That's it. Uh, when you're well, when you're sitting down with an advisor, and now when you sit down at, at Lee's desk, you're going to see this crystal ball, and he might even use that crystal ball when with this statement if he was to use the statement. But if somebody's trying to tell you why they might be a good fit for you, you might hear them say, "Just look at our past investment returns, and you can see that we have a system that works in all markets." Yeah, uh, this is one that people will use a lot. People do want to look at past investment returns, but on every disclaimer for most companies, you will see. They will say past performance is not indicative of future behavior because nobody know we can't say that with certainty. And so, uh, yeah, well, you can look at somebody's track record, and and this company maybe has a better track record of that track than this company. But you know, don't make somebody's past performance the number one reason that you would choose a particular company because like i always say the investment part of it is just a portion of what somebody should be doing for you if you're hiring them as your financial planner right that's true the next thing that you might hear uh one talking point is your tax rate will be much lower in retirement but that's not the case always right no not always for some people it is but many times and for a lot of our clients we are seeing that they're actually staying in the same bracket. Now, their effective rate may be down a little bit for some people, but for a lot of people, once they're, especially the people who are gonna gonna get two pensions, two social securities, then they're gonna take some IRA distributions. Those folks could very well be in the exact same spot they are in retirement while they were working. So don't just assume you're gonna be in a lower bracket when you retire. Uh, that's one of the things that we do for everybody that come in. We're going to project. We'll do that kind of tax projection. See where you are now versus where you'll be in, in retirement. And I think that's a critical component that everybody should do before they make the decision to retire. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the last one, I think this one uh, really seems like uh, somebody trying to sell you something or really trying to cover themselves might tell you. And that's it's just a paper loss. Hang in there and you'll be just fine. Yeah. All right. So I'll tell you my paper loss story. Okay. Year, years ago, now this is when I was with the brokerage firm. Everybody that's in this area remembers the bank, Security Bank. Well, it was a local bank stock, probably, you know, it's, it's a $22 stock. Well, it had gone down to $9. Uh, every week, their board of directors was in our office talking about it. Well, People were saying, hey, just hang in there. It's going to come back. Well, we know the, how that story ended. The FDIC came in, took them over, and the stock went to zero. So uh, sometimes hanging in there may be okay, uh, yeah. and you may be fine, but sometimes it's not the case. And so, you know, this is not just a security bank story. For anybody who has a large concentration of one company, just be careful you don't want to have too much of your assets tied up into one company stock or, or even a couple of stocks. You want to be well diversified to make sure that if, if one company inside of, of your portfolio has trouble, it's not going to, that trouble is not going to 
impacts your family the way it can impact the company. So just make sure, you know, have an idea of how much risk you're comfortable with on the front end. And that'll go a long way towards helping you make the wise decisions down the road when things don't go the way that you want to. Yeah, that, these are all things to kind of be aware of. And it's why you want to work with an advisor you trust, you have a good relationship with. And, and you know, Lee is someone that has kind of built up that trust over many years working with people and making. And uh, JL Perkins Wealth Management is a spot for you if you're considering having uh, having an advisor and working with an advisor. And don't be afraid to ask questions and find out. Uh, you know, Lee will be happy to sit down and explain his strategy, what he you know, what he wants to do with you, get to know you better before jumping in with you as well. And, and that's all part of the process. So reach out to him online at jlperkinswealth.com or on the phone, set up a meeting there uh, that way, 478 254 3550 because uh, picking a, an advisor is such an important part of your retirement plan, right? Absolutely. And and what you said, call, maybe call before you want to come in. We have a lot of people do that. They're they're not sure if they, you know, I, you know, I don't know if I, I need an advisor. I don't know if my situation is complicated enough or whatever. Right. Uh, trust me, everybody's situation, when you look at it in its entirety, is probably more complicated than you think. Uh, but some people do want to just start off with a phone call, and we're fine with that. I, I 10 or 15-minute phone call, I got a pretty good idea of whether or not I can add value to your situation. And if I can, I'll let you know. Uh, but yeah, for a lot of people, that phone call is a first step. Well, that takes us into our mailbag question. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. And this one's perfect. It ties into that uh, that conversation that we were just having very well. And it comes in from Lisa in Macon. And she asks, Lee, she said, I'd really like to meet with the financial advisor, but my husband says we're fine handling our investments ourselves. Is it okay to do this without help? All right, so a couple things there. Sounds like you may not be on the same page with the husband, and I, I can't really do marital counseling. There was a time maybe I have done a lot of marital <laughs> counseling in um, in meetings before, but yeah, what he said there, you, we're fine handling our investments ourselves. As I said before, investments is only a part of what a financial planner should do for you. I mean, again, we do income planning, healthcare planning investment planning, legacy planning, tax planning. Those are all the things that come into play and and your investments is just a piece of it. So many times I meet with people and and they think that as long as they've got their stuff in in a good portfolio and they're getting a good return, they think that's all that that there is to it. And that is, it couldn't be anything further from the truth. So yeah, Lisa, I I think you should probably have a conversation with your husband and and express that to him or maybe have him give me a call and I'll explain that to him because I think at some point he's not going to be around. We know that. And then, I mean, do you want to handle this? It doesn't sound like you do. And I think maybe having somebody that you know and trust who could help you make better decisions in the event that he pass when he passes away, I think that would be a better spot to be in. So thanks for the question, Lisa. And yeah, the one thing I've learned a lot on this podcast is that there's a lot that I don't know about uh, retirement planning. There's just things that I wouldn't consider. And uh, you know, even if it's you know, tax planning or, you know, or estate planning, just things that I don't really think much about outside of just, oh, I got my 401k. I'm good to go, Lee. You know what I mean? So like yeah. having those conversations with an advisor, you learn a lot more about what all goes into making sure you have a secure retirement and one that you really want to enjoy and all your goals are met. So something to consider, Lisa, you know, obviously, but be on the same page with your husband's a big part of that. And so have that conversation and feel free to call Lee 
especially if you want to talk further with him or have your husband talk with him and kind of get a little more information. Absolutely. Well, let's wrap it up. Uh, the Making Money Podcast, another episode in the books. So make sure you subscribe, too, if you haven't already, on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can you can check out every episode there, and you'll have the next one delivered to you. But also, all the episodes are ar- archived on jlperkinswealth.com there as well. So check it out there. If you miss one, go back and listen to some past episodes. They're all pretty evergreen. So no matter where you jump in, the information should be pretty relevant to uh, your situation or maybe something that you've considered uh, in the past in terms of investing or or retirement planning there. So check them out there. Lee, thanks for the time and thanks for kind of pulling back the curtain on broker school for us. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate it. Yeah, broker school. Hopefully people are able to learn some things there. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. I'm definitely going to be on high alert next time I hear a couple of those statements. There you go. But that'll do it for us here on the Making Money Podcast. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Investment advisory services are offered by JL Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.